This is the Unbougie Foodie Show. I am your host, Wesley Wright, and my co-host, RJ, <laughs> the Unbougie Foodie Junior. Uh, I will first preface this by saying being a dog dad can be difficult. <laughs> you can't just leave your, your, your child uh, after they spit up. You have to clean up a mess. So yeah, I apologize that we're running a little bit late. But we are here and want to thank you so much for just being patient, um, uh, you know, being here, waiting for the show to start. Uh, but again, I, I really do appreciate your support. Remember that we're here almost every Saturday. Um, we'll talk about that. The, the past couple of Saturdays or a few Saturdays have been rough. Um, and just within the Twin Cities and worldwide and so forth. Very tumultuous. Yeah. And I I know that I I don't want to immediately start the show off in that manner, but I just feel I have to address it to a certain extent. But first and foremost, again, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. uh, And remember that this is a food show. So, you know, it's not just about going out to places to eat, but it's food topics, food issues that are happening in the community. So, it is for you, for the community. Uh, so Twin Cities, St. Paul, East Side, of course, but Twin Cities, Minneapolis, you know, surrounding and neighborhood um, uh, cities and areas. Please feel free to you know reach out, give us a call. Uh, the, we have a really great topic that we want to discuss today. The telephone number to reach us here at the radio station is six five one two hundred three four seven nine. Again, 651-234-79. Yeah. Remember that you can always follow me on Facebook or follow the show on Facebook, which is The Unbougie Foodie. Uh, On Instagram, it is The underscore Unbougie Foodie. Uh, Twitter is at Unbougie Foodie. And uh, just know, too, that I also have a web page as well uh, for The Unbougie Foodie, which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com. Again, you'll have an opportunity to hear past episodes as well as uh, articles that, uh, you know, read articles that have been written for uh, community newspapers. Uh, But let's start the show, actually. And... I, I take that side because I, I'm like, how do you start? Yeah. You know, a, it's not like, you know, let me 
turn down the music just a little bit. I, I mean, I know I want to be positive and, and light and so forth. But the past couple of weeks, it's been difficult to either, and I, I'm not alone, other um, radio show hosts that I follow and really admire, they also you know, felt it necessary to, one, to take a step back, and two, for you know, the, the content to not be so light and fluffy and, you know, yeah. hey, laugh and this and that. And sometimes we do need that, but it's very important for us to reflect on the situations or events that have occurred over the past, I'll say just two weeks. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not easy to address. Um, I, it's not easy. Because, you know, people's emotions can and probably still are running high because of certain scenarios that they feel that, you know, this should be resolved or this should be handled a certain type of way. Or, you know, why is it taking so long to get justice? You know, where is food in the community? How can we find it? You know, all all of these things. Um and so it was really important to kind of like take a step back and just kind of breathe. And I, I don't mean that in any type of funny way. I really don't. You know, I know that uh, that those that phrase is one that is not necessarily a call to action or brings yeah, up it, negative. It's become a... Uh, you're right. I, the words are... Hmm. Right, it, it's be, it's become something that's synonymous with, with yes. this this horrible thing. Exactly, and so are, uh, when yeah. I just said about breed, it is more about taking a step back, and I I think uh, the community as a whole, the, the state, the nation, um, <laughs> the world, really, uh, is like holding their breath hmm. and wondering what is next, you know, and we have to we have to breathe we have to release that uh and know that by by breathing by releasing that we can then start a a, a positive point of action mm-hmm. um how to go forward what do we do and a number of communities have actually done that i mean and businesses as well uh organizations uh they've done that by Seeing the need in the community, especially when we've seen that a number of uh, food places, you know, um, grocery stores I'm referring to, uh, or places that you would normally get your essentials and, you know, fruits, vegetables, even clothing or whatever, but more, more importantly, food. These places have, are no longer in existence or they've had, they've suffered uh, quite a bit of damage or something. So you know, people are wondering, where am I going to get my next meal from? Mm -hmm. Now I've got to try to go, I don't know, on the bus or someplace far to try to get any type of groceries. But organizations have stepped up. They have taken that moment to breathe and realize that there needs to be some positivity within the community. Um, So, I, I mean, there are so many to actually, to even bring to the forefront and to even mention that have uh, done food distributions. 
I mean, I, I saw, I believe it was over, um, gosh, there were a number of them actually, but if you were involved in any of the food distributions or drop-offs or so forth or contributed, donated, however you'd like to say, um, you probably have seen photos or just maybe on the news, in the media, there are school uh, grasses that are just covered. All you see are grocery bags. Yeah, I've seen those. You know, and you're probably thinking, good Lord, what's happening? I mean, we know what's happening, but it's just the outpouring of people recognizing that there needs to be something, some type of movement or something to help the community. I was going to say positive. I mean, that is to help the community, but I don't want to, again, be so positive, 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 positive. But no, it's it's inspiring. You're right. To really just kind of, in lieu of, you know, this tragedy, have some people who are able to see the need that's, exactly. that's been created because of this and do what they can. Exactly. It's really a inspiring call to action. And, you know, even if it is just an organization getting together to say, a group of individuals getting together and say, what can we do to help the community? Well, let's start a, a donation drive or let's, you know, get together or partner with maybe uh, another group of people or a school or something like that. And then, you know, uh, encourage people to come out. I mean, North side, uh, the, the Northeast side, they were doing quite a number of different uh, food distributions. I remember, I believe, juxtaposition, juxtaposition, juxtapositions arts uh, was doing quite a lot. Um, uh, I, so many to name, but they were out in the community during this, uh, at least the past, I'll say uh, 10 to 14 days, realizing that there is a need. People were, people were really taking advantage of uh, you know these community organizers or organizations, knowing that um, where's my next meal going to come from? Or they, I should say, they didn't have to worry because they were encouraging people. I mean, there were constant uh, Facebook posts and videos, and you know, people sharing those videos amongst others, saying, "Hey, what can we do? Where can you? Where can we do a drop off? All of that." Um, yeah, just. It's amazing. So, it's like I said, it's it's hard to talk about, um, but there is some motivation motivation um, within the community to how that community togetherness and watching after one another. Um, we talk about community and what it actually means you could be in a community or a neighborhood and people don't even watch out for one another don't really care and that's the the distinction really between a neighborhood and a community yes you know a neighborhood's a place where you live but community is where your family is exactly people that care about you definitely you know this is kind of brought to the fore i think a lot of that those sensibilities and really recognizing what a community is and really wanting to be doing what you can for your community exactly so many other restaurants and individuals chefs um that have done their part and um i'll have to give a shout out i know i'm not i'm not remember that my show is it's not 
being sponsored in the sense of, you know, hey, you know, this person's saying, hey, can you give me a shout out on the radio? It's just me noticing certain ones in the community, definitely seeing them on Facebook or just, um, you know, in the in the media and knowing that, okay, they deserve some type of, you know, thank you, uh, not necessarily a shout out and, and try to, you know, get their favor or anything, but it's like, hey, it's, you know, one of them is Hope Breakfast Bar um, with uh, Chef Brian Ingram. You've probably seen him all over the place, uh, and people have shared uh, what he does, and, you know, right now he's working with uh, Justin Sutherland, and they're trying to, um, they're working to bring back the gnome. Um, You know, of course, it was called the Happy Gnome, but it's going to be called just the gnome. Uh, Can't wait for that. Um, Fast enough. But, He's been donating breakfast and meals just for free. I mean, there have been donations, of course, that you know you could go on the website and donate. But literally, every morning, bright and early, they are out. You know, with and, and they're substantial breakfasts. It's not like oh, here's a donut and some juice. No, there's coffee uh you know water i believe there might be juice i don't remember having any but you know during this time period where people need something uplift uplifting uh or even to really just to start their day you know and know that okay there's some place that i could at least go and get a meal and not have to worry and then i could probably begin my day whether it be volunteering to help uh at a community in the within the community you know, preparing myself emotionally to go down to, um, you know, that, that intersection of 38th and, and Chicago, you know, you know, that's one place, you know, Chef Jametta Raspberry of House of uh, Grissel uh, is another individual uh, that an and organization that is or it, um, lead CEO, if you would, of an org- that organization that is also feeding people, I mean, by the thousands. Uh, and again, volunteers, there'll be a call to action, you know, in the morning, you know, to, hey, can you come and make sandwiches or, you know, can you donate um, water or whatever, just to help understanding that people out as you know, she was saying out on the front lines, uh, people that are really extending themselves as, you know, to do volunteer work and to look at the community and say, here's a need I need to help, yeah. you know? So gosh, there's so many more, so many other organizations, Pimental Jamaican Kitchen uh, had, uh, or was actually doing a, um, a drive um, over on the kind of like the South, um, side of Minneapolis, uh, south portion of Minneapolis on 26th and Nicolette, um, right here uh, nearby to us, um, Ind- Indigenous Roots uh, Art Center had their own um, uh, food drive or, or donation drop off, if you would, that gave people an opportunity to uh, not only to you know drop off food, but to, if you needed food, especially on the east side, you know where. You know, we're kind of devoid of an affordable place for people to get groceries. There are places, but it's not as affordable. You know, I'm 
I love them dearly. Um, Mississippi uh, Market Co-op, wonderful organization, definitely willing to partner. Um, but sometimes, you know, some may not have the funds available <laughs> to purchase certain things, uh, you know, and they're like, okay, well, it looks like we're going to have to go to McDonald's and have that $1 burger or three $1 burgers or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, rather than saying, okay, well, I'm going to go to a grocery store and that $3 can buy maybe some bread or maybe a, a vegetable um, and possibly, I don't know, and even I shouldn't even say that because fruits and vegetables sometimes are quite expensive, so $3 may not help. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not being funny about that, but it's it's just being honest. It's being real, you know. But, you know, I ask, uh, you know, I talked all about these, you know, food distribution places. And, you know, we'll probably bring up some more a little bit later. But my topic, the lead topic that I wanted to mention, and I hope that you all would be willing to share your opinion, your feedback, your viewpoint you know, now that, you know, these, there are restaurants and eateries that are open, what happens to the food distribution drop-offs or donation um, areas? Um, do they, do they just automatically stop or, or are, do you say, well, there's no longer really kind of like a need for them or what? What's your opinion? What's your viewpoint on that? You know, please feel free um, to give us a call here at the radio station and, you know, join in the conversation. Uh, I would love, we would love to hear what you have to say on that. Uh, but we'll be discussing it between our, uh, ourselves. Uh, and again, just invite you, please call in 651-234-79. You know, the phone lines are open uh, for that topic. Uh, if we go a little bit past um, you know, feel free to call in anytime during the show. You know, it will go back to the topic or whatnot. So, you know, we're definitely happy to uh, have the conversation. But nephew, what do you think about? Uh, I know we kind of like yeah. briefly talked about it as we, we were putting together the show this morning. But what are your thoughts on that? A little bit more, if you could expound on that a bit. Um, well, it's kind of what we were. <coughs> excuse me, kind of what we were talking about these. Um, some of these programs, it was, um, I guess, for some people in terms of organization, right. it was it was difficult for them to kind of figure out the infrastructure and how they want to organize it because things like this do need to be very organized. Right. But given the situation, they kind of like had to put something together mainly out of necessity. But now you have this situation where these things that were not getting set up because people were having a hard time organizing them, now you have a case where they are set up. And those services are still needed. You know, these people, uh, there's a lot of people who having consistent meals is an issue. Right. And now we have, fortunately, some of these systems in place, obviously could use some refinement in terms of how, how it would operate on a day-to-day basis. But now we have a, a position where, you know, these things can be used for these purposes. And so um, I think that it wouldn't be such a far-fetched idea to figure out a way to keep them 
operating in some capacity to facilitate this need that's kind of always been in the community right um you know work out the kink so to speak um it, it was a lot of um as far as i'm understanding it a lot of large scale uh that's what i'm looking for like a large scale distribution a lot of food coming in and out right. to accommodate you know large swaths of people who need it so they could potentially dial it back to make it more uh, accommodating for their whatever they got going on exactly but i think that it's it's such an important service it's such as something that's really integral and it, but it's also something that's so easy to forget is an issue exactly and so if you have something in place i, I really hope that it's not something that is kind of well it's done right just kind of let it slip away yeah now that you've kind of have something of a semblance of it kind of in your grasp because we know specifically uh and i gotta speak on the east side too that you know there are food deserts that are within that are throughout the twin cities but again i'm more familiar with our area uh you don't see the adequate amount of grocery stores you know for the large amount of community that you have you know on the east side or at least the accessibility to get to them you know it's like not everyone has a car uh i mean hey during that time period that we think about this too during the time period where uh and we experienced that because you know i went, went back and picked up somebody because yeah i won't well, I'm no, just no, saying no, I was no, glad about that. We but can tell I'm, the story. I'm, I, we will, we will. But I'm just saying that during the time period that the bus was not running, I mean, when the buses, I mean, literally, pub, the, all the transit was, was closed off. It was like, it was like, like the three weekend days. at first. Yeah. Because I had to go uh, to the station yep. Friday. And yep. it was like through Monday it was going to be yep. shut down. And yeah. I mean, what about those folks? You know, it's like, okay, we don't have a car. I would normally rely on, you know, getting on the rail to get from like one end of the city to a grocery store or something um, or just or the bus. You know, so. I was just saying I was just looking. I was like, did I hear the phone? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you you can go ahead and tell that story. I mean, I'm not. I I mean, it's. It was a. I think it was a good story, and I'm not. My nephew feels that he's like you're a good man, Uncle. He is. It was just the fact real that talk, I probably wouldn't have. I, well, I mean, clearly, I've seen this person. Well, well let me let me yeah. tell the story, and then we'll mm-hmm. give we'll give context. So that same day, I um, I was out at the bus stop. Uh, I was unaware that they weren't running that day either. So I uh, called my uncle and. He gave me a ride to uh, to where I needed to be, and when he was coming to pick me up, there was a gentleman waiting at the bus stop across the street from me. So as we were kind of passing by, we slowed down, and we were trying to let him know that, you know, the buses weren't running. And he was looking at us. He was looking at us like we was crazy. Yeah. And so, you know, my uncle drops me off. Uh, later that day, he tells me that um, he passed by when he got home and that guy was still waiting at the bus stop. Turns, this was at least an hour later. Yeah, <laughs> turns out gentleman didn't speak English, so he probably just didn't understand what we were trying to tell him. And he was going to the grocery store. So my uncle gave him a ride. Very nice of him. Super nice. I'm not saying I'm not a nice guy, but just like, I probably wouldn't have given him a ride. <laughs> yeah, I know you. 
But I mean, again, it, it's it's to the point of you know d- during that time period. Yeah, especially what were people doing? It was what so like doing? it was so out of the blue too, right? You know, and and you know with the the buses, a lot of especially the weekend, people rely on the buses on the weekend. You know, Monday through Friday. Maybe not so much. They're, they're thinking about okay, I'm gonna go to the grocery store or whatever. But and I should say Monday through Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Those are like the days that people are like, okay, I gotta go buy groceries for the week. Yeah. You know, um, it, because you know Monday through most most often most often Monday through Friday people are working, people are doing you know they're you know, and so when the Governor went ahead and said, "Okay, well, you know, the MTA is closed down. Our transit is all closed." Uh, I, I swear, I didn't know. But uh, again, when you're a person that drives almost every day, you don't really pay attention yeah, that kind to of that. Information just kind of. So it was like, okay, crap. What do people do? You know, what are they going to do? Even trying to get to some of the distribution places. What do you do? And then even if even if that's the case, because I've I've experienced that a handful of times where it's like, okay, comes to a situation where you know your public transport isn't an option now. You're limited to what you can get by what you can care what you're willing to carry back home. Exactly. So even then, even if you have to make that that journey, if you would, you're still limited by what you can hold in your hands and how much you can carry back to the house. So having having these uh programs in place these organizations in place super important a lot more important than i originally had thought until we kind of you know looked into it and really thought about the implications for for the community exactly so you know it's it's important for us to think about and that's why i thought the the topic was uh really important to discuss and hopefully you know other community uh individuals would have some type of viewpoint or opinion on it um again this is your opportunity to share uh your your thoughts your viewpoints on that topic uh food distribution or donation drop-offs or centers or organizations that are doing that um are, are they still needed you know well i shouldn't even ask that what is your viewpoint on the food and distribution uh, and produce distribution um, drop-off areas, being that eateries and restaurants are not open. I know personally, <laughs> I'm not just going to jump to go to a restaurant. I'm not, not right now. And if I if I do even well, think your about sense of adventure, uh, you didn't let me finish. I said if I did, it would not be to sit down. It would be to I'm going to go pick up something. And bring home, or yeah, so yeah, my sense of adventure yeah, really. Now let's go out. Mm. Anyway, uh, I tell you. As a matter of fact, I'll pose that question to anyone who's following me on uh, my Twitter, Twitter page, the Umbuji, uh, the Umbuji Foodie Junior. You gonna go out and eat? If you so, if so, where you headed? Yeah, exactly. So that'll be something a little more lighthearted. If you want to comment on that, let me know. I think you're probably going to need to share that on the Unbougie Foodie page as well. I'll post it and I'll I'll put that out there. Yeah, put that on the page as well. Um, 
So again, I really want to give you an opportunity to uh, you know hear your viewpoint, your your thoughts on that as well. Six five one two hundred thirty four seventy nine. Six five one two zero zero three four seven nine. Um. Uh, this person knows who I am when I'm saying this. Hopefully, you are listening, Captain. My Captain. Uh, <laughs> you shared a free food and product distribution resource list, and I'd like to find out if that is uh, still valid. Uh, again, with with restaurants opening up, and you know, this was probably about what it's about maybe ten days ago, but I wanted to just kind of like catch up, but. I will mention them anyway and uh, give you all of the information regarding uh, these distribution, you know, this distribution resource list. Uh, so, as I mentioned before, indig- Indigenous Roots, uh, they're located at 788 East 7th Street. Once again, Indigenous Roots, uh, 788 East, East 7th Street. And again, it's best to call the locations to find out more information of any times and services. And I will repeat that just um, so that we can make sure that, uh, you know, there's no confusion on, oh, well, I was told to go there and now that there's not anything, please call a location. Uh, But again, these were places that were offering uh, free food and produce uh, as a distribution resource. Um, again, that was Indigenous Roots, 788 East. The, that's the first one. Indigenous Roots, 788 East 7th Street, 651-395-7145. Next is Frogtown Community Center. They are located at 230 Como Avenue. Their telephone number is 612-296-5194. Once again, that is Frogtown Community Center, located at 230 Como Avenue. You could reach them by calling 612-296-5194. The next is Urban Roots. They are located at 463 Mariah Avenue, 651-228-7073. Once again, that is Urban Roots, 463 Mariah Avenue, 651-228-7073. Once again, as I mentioned, I will be encouraging you all to call the location to find out more information as well as times and any services that are being offered. Uh, Two other places that we have listed, and there I believe are uh, more uh, individual. um, uh, This list grew a bit. So, Captain, my captain. (laughs) So if you could send me a text message, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, the next item is uh, the next uh, distribution or resource is uh, East uh, YMCA. They are located at 875 Arcade Street. Uh, their telephone number where you could reach them to find out more information is 651-771-8881. Again, 875 Arcade Street, 651-771-8881. The last that we have listed, again, 
uh, as a free food and produce um, uh, distribution is New Hope Baptist Church. Uh, they are located at 711 Bradley Street. The telephone number is 651-772-4080. Once again, encouraging you definitely to call the locations that um, I provided you uh, or that was mentioned um, to make sure that uh, you, know, you have the correct times as well as you know the services that are actually being offered. I don't know. I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm having that it's more personal than anything. I'm just having angst about going down to um, 38th and Hmm. Chicago. I don't know if you're interested in going. I don't yeah, know. Definitely. Okay, well, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do that. We're definitely gonna have to do that. It's definitely I, a very. I was thinking about this the other day. Very sobering, just kind of the vibe of it in general. Right. You see it on the news, and I hate to say it, but a certain part of me, it's I don't know. Uh, it, it's not as as shocking. When you see it on the news anymore, right? Which makes me sad when I think about it. But yeah. I was walking from the. Uh, I went to CVS the other day, and I was walking uh, back home, and I saw a like a poster, uh, you know, rest in peace, George Floyd, and it had his picture, and it was on the light post. And I don't know, it was something about seeing that same picture that we've been seeing of him, right. just on that poster in black and white. It was something about it that just like made me sad i like stopped and stared at it for a while on the street corner it was a really weird experience oh you know i had my music in i paused it which is kind of just me standing there looking at this this picture right and so just that that feeling that i had being there i definitely want to go and and kind of go to this spot that's you know been memorialized for him and i feel like i'll be feeling similarly right being there I feel, I mean, there has been so much energy and so many people have said that it's, you know, it's it really, when you go down there, you could feel the type of, there's something organic about being down there. And some folks have said it's, it's, they're calling it a sacred place. Um, and, you know, rightly so, because um, there have been some indigenous uh, organizations um, that have gone and really have gone and I don't I, I really don't know if it's the correct term to use but um, they've they've blessed it or they've I, I don't I don't know the, the the terminology in which you use and I don't want to misspeak on or miss you know give any type of uh, misinformation or communicate what the wrong word is but basically, you know, they've gone down there and uh, paid uh, homage to the life of, you know, George Floyd. Um, and people are doing what they can, you know, in what gifts they are they have available. Um, a number of people are cooking food, 
uh, people are providing services, maybe, you know, sitting down and talking to people uh, about the experience or how they're feeling, um, what can they do within the community. Um, but I go back, you know, I'm, I'm just not really rambling, but it's just these are the different things that are out there. I'm seeing all the people that are there um, giving away food, you know, using their own resources. And maybe not, I shouldn't even say using their own resources. They're using their own efforts because, you know, I personally, you know, I have given, you know, just maybe like once or twice to help you know, I, I couldn't go down there myself because I had to work during that time period. Now, mind you, that's not, you know, we'll talk on that on another subject, but I'm just saying that, you know, you do what you can. Uh, and if it means, you know, hey, I don't really know anything else to do or how else to help, but I'm going to cook. I'm going to help feed the people, you know, people when it's a, it's a great way to help people grieve. It's a great way to help people uh, come together and talk um, people communities instead of saying communities not just people but communities coming together with various type of foods uh, again offering food mm-hmm. it's a vehicle for communication getting to better understand how someone is probably feeling uh, feeding someone of your the same race, or you know, you again, you're understanding how that person is feeling, or you're letting them know it's like I, I, you know, as the saying go with go, I got you, you know, I understand you, I, I'm here for you. Uh, I don't know what to say, but here, <laughs> it sounds like a grandmother. Come here, baby. Let me give you some chicken. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. It's true. I mean, I was going to do the voice, but I chose not to. You should have. I would have made that um, times better. You know. But no, no. I, I feel you. And but, sometimes, you know, at least in my experience, because I'm not always the best at like. Some people are really in tune with that. Like, I, I can tell what you need. Like, in terms, if you're you know going through something, I can tell you need a hug. You need a meal. They, some people are really good about stuff like that. Very true. I'm not. But I always, if I see that somebody does need something and I don't know what it is, I'm like, like you said, I'm here for you. If you need something, this, I'm right here. And I, sometimes that that's the sometimes some, one of the most powerful things you can say to somebody. His is a uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Look, if that's what it takes to make a difference... No, you're gonna be like here. Eat this Popeye's chicken sandwich and tell me how you feel. It, yeah, I know, mm-hmm. brother. Anyway, <laughs> once again, I want to encourage you. Um, you know, if you have a viewpoint, uh, please feel free to. Uh, you know, uh, on anything that we're talking about, please feel free to give us a call here at the radio station six five one two zero zero thirty four seventy nine. Uh, 651 
okay, we're going to address a, a very sad moment of the 2020. 2020. Which one? This year's been pretty wax. So well, you know, when it comes down to, you know, I, I don't think people are going to be able to know what to do with themselves when it comes down to August 27th mm-hmm. uh, through September however long that is September 1st, 2nd, 3rd, whenever, you know, the time where we should be having the great Midwestern sweat together. Yeah. What are you going to do with yourselves? Let's have have a brief moment of silence out of respect. Okay. That's enough. (laughs) Because it is a sad, sad thing. But, you know... Okay, but we're not making light of COVID nineteen. That's not. That's please don't get it twisted. Because you know, even here, even though here, you know, we are here on air. You know, uh, that's because you know we're roommates or we live together. My nephew's living with me, so it's like okay, well, we can't get much more um, uh, uh, contaminated. I don't know, or. I don't know. You're the one that's the essential one. Wait a minute. <laughs> going out there, all these touching all whoever you touch or whatever. I don't know. Um, stethoscopes and all. Uh, so, you know, it's fairly okay to come into the radio station and have these conversations and, and sit. I'm not going to be like, okay, well, if he lives someplace else and has his own place and be like, hey, let's go do this show and the COVID-19. I'm like, um, we're going to record your part and my part, and I'll see if I could splice it together or something like that. I don't know. Totally different scenario. Right, it'd be like super off-brand ADR in the corner. Yeah, exactly. You know, or else we're recording on different sides of the room and be like, "Hey, so what's your viewpoint?" I don't know. What's yours? Right. Well, we would have made it work. Yeah, something like that. But this is, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that for a moment. There was a point. I couldn't remember what it was. I lost it. Anyway. Uh, oh. The. You know, our, our. Our ode to the 2020. Stage fair. Sorry we can't be there with you, state fair. Mm-hmm. We're suffering through the COVID. We know that you really don't care. You just want us to eat food. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm not trying to be poetic. But, but along those lines, <laughs> so many people are like, well, can, if we're not going to have it, can we at least know where people are? You know, where are there vendors that we could actually go to? And surprisingly, oh, yes. There are. There is. <laughs> Would you want to carry us with some of that part in this segment? Um, yes, yes. So, there's a Facebook group. It's a public Facebook group. People are, are showing some love to, do, do, do. to us. Uh, it's called the Minnesota State Fair Food Finder. <laughs> and people are regularly updating it where each of these individual booths will be located. You can find them and enjoy your favorite State Fair foods. A little bit different this year, but... Nonetheless, enjoy them. Like just about an hour ago, Amish Annie's Donuts posted that they're going to be at the 
Home Depot at the Coon Rapids location tomorrow. So from today going into tomorrow, they have um, hot I mean, hot donuts made from scratch. They have uh, three choices. They're lemon shakeups. Uh, now they're lemon shakeups. They're strawberry shakeups and they're raspberry shakeups. And they're served in a uh, thirty-two ounce kind of donut cups. And they got some pictures on here. And so that was just you know like I said about an hour ago. And this has been. People have been pretty consistent with the posts. So if you are missing your fair food, hit them up. Again, that's the Minnesota State Fair Food Finder. It's a public group. Anybody can join so you can be up to date and abreast on all the foods, where they're at, and you can go find them. Is this one that is what? I think it's like 57,000 members or something. I want to say yes. Let me scroll back to the top. I think the homepage has the actual Minnesota State Fair, I think. Oh. Maybe. Um, are we looking at different ones then? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, this, it's not showing me how many members. Okay, well. Yeah, well, well is if it, that's the case, Okay, is kinda... yours MN State Food Finder, or mm-hmm. is it spelled out? Spelled Minnesota. out Minnesota. Okay. Well, if, if if that's the case, then that just goes to show you you've got a ton of options. Yes, you do. There is no shortage of being able to find your favorite fair foods. And the thing about it, too, is that some of them, some, they, they're offering the, like a Google Maps link, and yeah. which I thought that was really, Super really, cool. really cool. I was like, what? Excuse me? We could, you could go to Google Maps and click on... You know, particularly, I mean, some of them, they have the pinpoints already, you know, for you. So, uh, gosh, let's see. Uh, fair food, fair food, fried ice cream. Well, see, I, I'm not going to be all crazy about that. Cause Wait a minute. I know, right? That's the jam right there. <sighs> I see. It's so interesting because there are so many different ones that are on here. I mean, for kettle corn, uh, mini O's donuts, Lulu's sweet and savory, uh, Pharaoh's euros. Um, yeah, Tom Thumbs donut and more. Yeah, that Tom 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 Thumbs donuts, mini donuts, y'all. Yeah, so delicious, so delicious. Delicious, delicious. Uh, cheese, one cheese on a stick. There's a place in in Groseville that's linked. Uh, egg rolls. Yeah, in what St. Paul? I'm not. We're not kidding you. Clearly, you could just simply go to Google Maps, uh, and you know, under the the that Facebook group or either one of the Facebook groups, and it is it is all it's here. lit with all of this stuff so shout out to whoever compiled this you are the real mvp this is pretty outstanding yeah corn dogs and cheese curds mm, i'm looking at that one too sarah's tipsy t- tipsy pie is really good delicious they're in still water but still you know it's not they're a hop skip and a jump away you know hey uh still water is not that far you know uh I'm very familiar with Mini O's Donuts. They're in Oakdale on Hadley. Uh, there was... Okay, so we're talking about either f- these are food trucks or just uh, trailers of you know what you would find at the Fair Foods. 
somebody's going to have to explain to me. I really want to taste this too. I'm, I'm, we can come back to that in a minute, but I don't want to leave this without leave the show or end the show or anything without mentioning about Nashville Coop. You want to look that up? You'll understand what I'm talking about too. Coop is in like Coop Deville or Chicken Coop. Uh, C O O P. <laughs> You're funny. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Um, mm. I am wondering, uh, while he's looking that up, you know, I'm trying to just kind of we've transitioned a little bit into lightening the mood and everything. Still would love to hear your uh, viewpoints and oh. thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there should be some... I'm sorry, forgive my jumping around or whatever. You have but, my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Right, exactly. So they've been like all over the Twin Cities uh-huh. doing all kinds of stuff. They have some place situated, like a, a brick and mortar, but they have a food truck where they... I think it's called the Away Jersey or something like that. And yeah, I see it right. Exactly. What is today's? Because I feel like I need to go there, or we need to go there, or whatever. They have like a like a locations kind of date thing, but I want to see today's date up. But are you looking at the away one? Okay. Or are you looking at home? Okay. Well, see now they have, like you said, they have two, but neither. Okay, the red one is home jersey. Right. That's the red truck. Right. For, for the thing. The away jersey. It's saying it's a white truck. Okay. And but I'm saying for both the uh, like calendars they have okay uh, it's the same set of dates okay it doesn't have uh it's not the calendar's not up to date okay it stops on like the sixth that's funny because are you sure you're looking at the right thing i'm pretty sure okay that's um, picture this bomb sandwich on the front it better be right there yeah oh, i'm <laughs> just wondering um I I find it yeah because i would like to find out where that is <laughs> uh so I'm just going to kind of mention uh, like one or two places that are doing like food stuff and maybe you might be interested. Uh, let's see. Whiskey Inferno Meat House and Craft Bar. This is for folks that are out in like Prior Lake. Yeah, you might want to go down to uh, 14425 Highway 13 South in Prior Lake because Whiskey Inferno uh, Meat House and Craft Bar, they're having a chicken tender and barbecue drive through. <laughs> so um that's from 12 to 5 p.m uh yeah that's today uh chicken tender and barbecue drive through what are you looking at their instagram oh okay it has the updated calendar on there okay what does it say for today uh please let it be roseville or something the the ellen or elan apartments uh, uptown minneapolis oh wretched <sighs> Uptown. I don't dislike you, but I'm just, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to drive all the way over there just to get hot. What is it? Hot chicken or Texas chicken or whatever? Man, like good chicken. I don't even know. Yeah. He, you might lose your mind. Mm. Um, I, I'm so jumping around, but I'm just like things are coming into my head at the moment. Y'all, I, I got to give a shout out to Aldi. Again, please know that my show is not sponsored. 
There's no sponsorship or anything by anyone. This show, these shows are always sponsored by The Unbougie Foodie. Check The Unbougie Foodie out at www.theunbougiefoodie.com where every Saturday at 10 a.m. you'll find him talking about all things foods. So, just so you know, this show is not <laughs> sponsored. Whoops. Sponsored by anybody, but hey, Aldi, Aldi, Aldi. I don't know where y'all get this Berman's barbecue sauce from. It apparently is made for you. Uh, but <clears throat> that Kansas City barbecue sauce is fire is I mean I'm no barbecue expert I might have a a very interesting palate or whatever but I will put that on so much stuff I mean I haven't tried the others because they have I think there's a Texas there's a a, a, I think a a white barbecue or something like that but it's like a line of barbecue sauces uh I think they even have a, bu- a buffalo, 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 buffalo. That's how good it is, y'all. A you buffalo, <laughs> a buffalo sauce. But I'm saying specifically, it's called Berman's barbecue sauce, uh, Kansas City style barbecue sauce. I literally will pour this thing on like a, ch- whether it be fried chicken, uh, a, a, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? Um, when I do, uh, I use my air fryer like crazy now. Um, when I'm doing like roasted chicken or something like that, that barbecue sauce, man, I'm telling you, I don't know. As folks always say, Texas barbecue is different from Kansas City. Kansas City is different from St. Louis. St. Louis is different from such a, these barbecue sauces are they, crazy. Yeah, they get aggressive. They do, and that's why some folks. So, what what barbecue sauce do you like? Oh, you like ew, you like that sweet yeah, barbecue right, sauce. So you whatever. lose a friend over your barbecue but, sauce, right? Things. Exactly. You know, and then others know. Oh yeah, that one, uh, that one's smoky, and this one is over here. Yeah, that one's got a whole lot of mesquite. I'm telling you, I I don't care. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you. I mean, I'm just saying that this barbecue sauce is the lick. <laughs> It really, really is. It is now, so good. You guys good. can't see him. No. But if y'all can see the faces and it's the hand delicious. gestures he is making right now. It's delicious. Now, uh, it's, he's, he's really selling me. Right. <laughs> you, well, then you take go home to the apartment and go back to the apartment when you have whatever you're going to have for food uh, and put that on something. You, you tell me. Right. Yeah. You tell me. Uh, Challenge yeah, accepted. I literally am... And then the thing about it is, unfortunately, is that you can't find it. I've gone to like three Aldi's and I can't find it. It just so happened to, I don't know, just so happened that I picked, I don't even know what made me pick it up. I just said, oh, Kansas City, and I picked it up. I went home and poured that on some, I just said, oh, I did some roasted chicken one day and poured it on there. And I had to freeze to sit there. I was like, what is this? What is this? I don't know what this is, but it's it's good, y'all. And I was talking to myself. I'm serious. I really was. Then that's not uncommon. But I'm just saying I had to sit. I had to pick up the bottle. I was like, where can I get this again? You know, and 
So I, I'm, I'm, I went to other grocery stores, and then I realized, why can't I find it anywhere? Get, I was like, well, let me look at this bottle again, and it's like made specifically for Aldi. I was like, devil. So I went to three different Aldis, and they were all out. Three, three in different parts of the Twin Cities not like oh here's one Aldi and then we go what two miles down the road and another Aldi no this sauce was so good it turned you into a fiend immediately uh, well okay <laughs> I'm just saying maybe then you need to probably buy a Popeye's chicken sandwich and then pour it over I, your you Popeye's chicken sandwich you mm. and you'll understand what I'm, I'm talking about my own business mm. and he trying to get me hooked like Tyrone Biggums on some sauce real quick mm. Uh yeah, that Hardy's burger that uh I got the other night, I poured some of it on that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. exactly. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. just saying. <laughs> yeah. There is there's there's a little bit left, so it's not like <laughs> oh, there's a half bottle there that you could pour. You waste all my barbecue sauce or whatever. You're gonna be in a world of hurt because until I find another one, that one. Oh, you have a little taste. Huh? Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Don't pretend. Anyway, I'm just saying <laughs> thank you, Aldi, for making a request for that type of bar- barbecue sauce. Bermans. Bermans. I, I got to find you. Hopefully, I'll find one today. Even if it's just, I just need one bottle. So, anybody who has a Aldi nearby, <laughs> buy them. And you see a Berman's Kansas style, and you find a bottle. Of oh my gosh! Bottle, yes, take a picture of it and just post it on on Please Facebook do. or Twitter, and, and tell me where it is so that I can go and get it. Don't do that. Yes, just post the pic. No, that'll be hilarious. Don't do that. You never know what I might be able to offer you if you are able to let me know where it is. I'm talking about a prize. I'm not talking about nothing else. Anyway, thank you all so much for uh, joining us on the show. Uh, just know that we are here every Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, we really do appreciate your support uh, and also the support of WEQY. You know, know that uh, on the east side, we are the east side's favorite radio station and the voice of the east side. But myself and for as my whole co-host we are signing off and saying please enjoy the rest of your day Mm -hmm. and make sure that uh, you're getting out there and enjoying community and food until next time people peace peace sit down down with the unbougie food day